Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Peter here. We're busy getting ready for the new season of the Story Pirates podcast coming October 19th. But in the meantime, we have for you today a brand new bonus episode of our series that we call Spooky Season. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween yet? Story Pirate Eric sure doesn't. But maybe he'll have a clue after today's episode. Coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm spelled R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids podcasts, including Story Pirates pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. It's me, Eric, from the Story Pirates Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Spooky Season, our series where we get into all things spooky. On this show, you'll hear stories from the Story Pirates archive that I think are super spooky. We'll talk to all sorts of monsters, ghouls, and ghosts. And most of all, you'll help me answer the single most important question that plagues me every October. What should I be for Halloween? I can never decide. So to help me answer that question, please welcome today's special guest. He might just be the scariest guest we've had yet. Please welcome Frankenstein! Aha, yes! Oh, greetings, salutations, ah, guten tag, oh, yes. I'm so sorry, but, um, who are you? I was expecting Frankenstein. Are you his assistant or something? Uh, assistant? Not this again. No, I'm Dr. Victor Frankenstein. I'm a world-class scientist. I'm very smart, and I created a monster that some people, you know, occasionally call Frankenstein, but he's not Frankenstein. No, I'm Frankenstein, so we've got that covered. That's settled, so great. Oh, 
I, I didn't realize that. You mean Frankenstein isn't his name? I'm Frankenstein, the monster. He's just the monster. He doesn't have a name. Are you telling me that you achieved your goal of reanimating dead tissue and gave life to a new person, but didn't bother to give it a name? Well, I had a lot on my plate that day. I, I was really excited, and then things, you know, turned sour pretty fast. He got pretty angry, so I didn't have much of a chance to, you know, give him a name. And everyone else was like, oh, it's Frankenstein. And I'm like, no, that's me. Ah, oh, listen, I, I could have had a better PR person. <laughs> that's my mistake, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, happy to be here. Great, great to be on the podcast. <laughs> okay. This um throws me a little because... Well, the thing is, Doctor, that this show was about figuring out what scary costume I should wear for Halloween, which is why I typically only interview scary guests. Oh, well, I'm very scary. It, maybe I just don't see it, but tell us, how are you scary? I'm a doctor of chemistry. I have so many degrees. Well, that's very impressive, but I wouldn't call that scary. Okay, well, how about this? I went to a graveyard, dug up a bunch of body parts, and I sewed them together. That's disgusting, but I don't know if that's scary. I lied to all those villagers about the cause of all the mysterious deaths in their village. That's just irresponsible. No! It's scary! It's terrifying! Okay, I'm sorry. It's scary. I'll take your word for it. Great! So, first question, what do you think I should be for Halloween? Okay, ooh, good question. I think you should be a highly respected Swiss scientist. Ooh, yes, one that studied at all the best schools of Bavaria. Mm -hmm. So you think I should be you? If you're looking at me and going, oh, that's a terrifying costume, then yeah, I guess, I guess you should be me. <laughs> oh. I I'm just not sure how I would make that scary. Let me tell you then, all right? You get a, a lab coat, oh, but you put some stains on it, oh, some dirt, maybe some, you know, red stains, oh, what are those? Did he spill some red velvet cake? I don't know. Oh, then you get like a big drill, oh, like in a saw, like one of those little hand saws, and then you walk up to people and you're like, oh, I'm gonna do science! It sounds more like a dentist mixed with a woodworker. It does not sound like that. It sounds like a very scary Swiss scientist. Right. All right, I guess I'll just read my next question here. Uh, tell us, what is the best part and the worst part about being a terrifying monster? Oh, sorry, I mean a regular scientist. The best part of my life is being a genius, you know, the modern Prometheus, the person who brought a new gift of life to the people of the planet Earth, and the worst part is I am constantly being upstaged by my own creation. Oh, I'm so sorry, but someone's at the studio door. How unprofessional. <laughs> oh, no, not you! Wow, it's Franken, uh, I mean, the monster. Wow, this guy is scary. No, he's not. He just follows me around everywhere. He won't leave me alone. Oh, come on. Listen, I'm the scary one. Here, you you ask us each a question, and let's see who has the scarier answer. All right, okay. I guess, um, well, he just opened the door and was really scary. Why don't you stand behind the door, and I'll open it, and you try to be as scary, okay? Okay, okay yeah. All right, stand by. I'm closing the door, and... Oh, someone's at the door. Let me open it up. Yes? Ha-ha! 
science degrees. Look at my degrees. Hmm. Did you see them? Did you see how many? Weren't you intimidated by all of my knowledge and all of the infinite knowledge in the universe? Didn't that make you feel small and, and scared? By showing me four degrees? There was a fifth one tucked behind one of them. There was five. You just carry these around with you? Well, yeah. Sometimes you need to prove. I have a lot to prove. And also that monster's always following me around, so I kind of have to take all my stuff with me everywhere. Okay, um, how about next? I pretend that I'm in bed asleep, and you're a monster that's crept in. I'll wake up, see you, and then you have to scare me. Okay? Um, why don't you go first, Doctor? Okay, I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Oh, what's that noise? I open my eyes, and... Oh, look, I'm holding uh, uh, your arms and legs, and they're, they're your arms and your legs, but imagine if they weren't. Imagine if they were someone else's. You're sort of cradling my arms and legs and holding me like I'm a baby. It's actually very comforting. I, I see how it's, it's, but it's, aren't you a little scared? No, you're rocking me gently and patting my back. I almost want to go to sleep. Uh, well, it's going to be okay. I mean, no, no, it's scary. Okay, all right, all right. Good attempt. Now, Frankenstein, I, I'm sorry, the monster, your turn. Here we go. I'll close my eyes. And then open them. Ah! Oh, gosh. I knew it was coming. It was still so scary. Okay, I think we know who won that round. You know, Doctor, we can still stop this game if you want. No, keep going. I still have a chance. The third time's the charm for old Dr. Frankenstein. Me. All right, well, maybe for this round, just give me your scariest hello. All right, get ready. Oh, all right, you can do this. You can do this, Vicky. You got this. Okay. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Three, two. Hello? Okay. And Frankenstein's monster? Your turn. <laughs> oh, that was so scary. Come on, he's not scary. Oh, you know what? Fine. If you want to talk to the monster so bad, then I'll leave you two at it. But I am out of here. I am leaving this room and you will never see me again. <laughs> here I'm going. I'm walking out the door. I'm walking past your receptionist. Oh, hello. Uh, question for you, Wilma. Uh, do you validate parking? I know I don't have a car, but I'm just wondering for the future if I come back and park here. But all right, I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm waiting for the elevator. Farewell! <laughs> oh, 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 yes. Oh, sorry. It was crowded, crowded. It was squeezing on in. Mm. Science! Hey grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey Peter! Hey Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh no, I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here. Thank you. This seems like a lot it's of... It's here. Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy. I can't stop. Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. 
You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Okay, then. That was not really what I expected, but at least I got a little scared at the end. Being scared makes me feel alive. You know, I think I'm going to have to do some more interviews before I decide my costume. <laughs> Whom should I interview next? You know, while I think about that, why don't you check out a spooky story from the Story Pirates archives? Here's the author to introduce it. Hello, my name is Paxton. I'm 11 years old and I live in California. This is my story, Zombies Ate My Homework. Man, I love hanging out in my house with my phone. It's like screaming, but silent. Whoa, a push alert on my phone. It says Frankie the Scientist is going live. Guess I better click it. Hey, everyone. Uh, hi? Oh, hi. Huh, hey, sorry, just waiting for a few more people to join before I... Okay, hey everyone, it's your favorite college student, Frankie. Now, those of you who joined me last week are probably wondering, what happened to that donut hole I used my inversion machine on? Hmm, well, as it turns out, the inverse of a donut hole is actually an everything bagel. <laughs> Science, go figure. Now this week's invention is a little bit different. It's a laser that brings people back from the dead, which is why I'm in a graveyard. Here we go. Whoa, that was fast. Ta-da, we have a zombie. <laughs> hey, hey there, zombie. Do you have a name? Got it, Robbie. Okay, say hello to all of the internet. Robbie. 
Hey, Robbie, buddy, if you want to use the zombie laser, just ask. Here you go. Okay. Oh, whoa, wow. Okay, uh, Robbie, the zombie, is zapping a bunch more dead people into, yeah, into zombies. I'm seeing like one, two, like, like 22 zombies. 23. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you back there. Oh, Robbie, you hungry, buddy? According to TV, you eat brains. But I'm currently using the brains I have, so... IDK, do you want to eat my homework instead? Oh, there you go! Oh, wow, yeah! Sorry, buddy, that's all the homework I have. But I think there's a middle school nearby if you want to check for more homework there. Aw, and there they go! My beautiful zombies looking for homework. They grow up and die and grow up again so fast. <laughs> okay, gotta go. I gotta redo all that homework that they ate. All right, everybody, this is your scientist Frankie saying bye. 23 zombies? Well, that's too many for a casual hang and too few for a party. <laughs> I wonder if anyone in the old CB radio scanner app knows if they found a happy medium. Unit 1 of the Anti-Zombie Tactical Squad. Unit 1. This is Unit 1 of the Anti-Zombie Tactical Squad. Go for transmission. We're hearing reports of zombies appearing in the town of Cockadoodle. 23 zombies, to be exact, at the Cockadoodle Middle School. Oh, this sounds serious. Have there been any casualties? I'm afraid, yes. Approximately 20 folders. <gasps> 20... Sorry, folders? Yes, folders. New ones, too. And also an accordion file, but that was pretty old. By 20 folders and one accordion file, do you mean 20 people and one really long dog? No, I actually mean what I say, because this job is my life. These are homework-eating zombies with a craving for answers. Wait, these zombies eat homework? Yes. Not brains? Nope. Uh, okay, so we don't have to do anything? Exactly. Why did you call? Well, you know, I... Sort of missed you. Oh. Intimate. I need more info on these zombies. I'm going to check my extremely local news podcast. I'm Drew Conclusion, and you're listening to Cockadoodle Scoop, the only podcast covering news exclusively at Cockadoodle Middle School. Our first story? Those homework-eating zombies that started eating all of our homework just now. With me here is fifth grader and tinfoil hat wearer, Bob. Bob, what do you make of these zombies? I know why they're eating our homework. That sounds characteristically hysterical coming from someone who wears a tinfoil hat, Bob. The hat lets me read their minds. They're eating our homework so they can learn more words, so they can learn how to talk to us. Oh, Bob, zombies can't talk. Why would zombies want to talk to us? Well, Drew, it's because... And to answer the question of why zombies would want to talk to us, we have here a random zombie. Random zombie, as a zombie, can you talk? <sighs> no... Right. And if zombies could talk, why would zombies want to talk to us? They wouldn't. Drew, we just want to eat your homework. See, Bob? As this random zombie just explained, zombies cannot talk and they just want to eat our homework. Drew, that zombie talked to you. Of course it didn't. That's Cockadoodle Scoop. I'm Drew Conclusion. Join me here tomorrow for the latest in middle school news. And please make sure to rate and review me in person at recess. 
This Bob kid's got some irrational, splashy, far-fetched theories. I think I'm a fan. Well, there's no way talking zombies are ever going to affect my life directly. Time to watch my favorite playlist, Sounds of Cracking Eggs. Weird. That is a really loud egg. Hang on a curdled second. That's not the roar of silk and yolk slipping out its gentle cradle. It's a crowd outside my house. Maybe I'll watch through my window, which is also a type of phone if you think about it. Hey, loud crowd! We're all zombies. Yo, please, though, can you be quiet? We're trying to hear Bob. Bob? Bob the Kid? Yes, Bob the Kid. Now please be quiet. Oh, okay. Zombies, hello. Thank you for gathering here with me today. Everyone finally believes that zombies can talk. Now zombies are in schools, homes, and med schools nationwide. Well, I have some news for everyone. Underneath this tinfoil hat, I'm not Bob the Fifth Grader. I'm actually <gasps> Robbie the zombie in disguise this whole time. And as the original zombie, I command we all go back to the original zombie diet. Brains. Brains. This is starting to affect my life directly. Hey, Robbie, Robbie, listen, you and the other zombies, you don't want to eat brains. Says who? Me, Jim. Listen, I understand what it's like to be an outsider. Someone who just wants to make friends and go to school and, and eat people's homework. And I understand what it's like for people to keep stopping you and calling you weird for being a zombie or asking you questions about being a zombie or telling you you don't understand mortality since your life state is in an eternal twilight because you're a zombie. How do you know all this, Jim? Because... I am actually an alien from Pluto. Mm, alien brains. Alien brains. Well, I tried. Time to use alien teleportation technology to zap you all to Pluto. What? I actually have an app for that. Wow, really? That that sounds like a great app. You know, I was trying to... Teleport. And there they go. Teleported to my abandoned homeworld of Pluto. Well, if you liked my humanity-saving exploits, follow me on all the socials. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button. The end! That's it for today's episode of Spooky Season. We'll be back next week with another episode in which I interview, get ready, a witch! Stay spooky, everyone. Bye! Bye!